I would like to thank my brother in Christ, Derevond uh, Ajemian, for inspiration in this sermon. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. The other day, an older man who is a longtime, very occasional visitor to our church community, he came to me during the week and he handed in his stewardship in person. And he's one of several people in our community who make unannounced uh, weekday visits to turn in their stewardship in person. And we sat and we talked for a while. And though I knew why he had come, I still asked him this question, which I knew the answer. You know, this is a long drive for you. You could send this this check by mail if you wanted to, or you could even donate online on your computer. And he said, I know I could, but the computer can't ask me about my arthritis or my wife's cancer or how my kids are doing. This man, like many of us, sometimes just need that personal connection, that, that human touch which has become even harder to find in a pretty impersonal society that we now live in. Now, the causes, whether it's deteriorating social fabric or technology or more recently COVID or all of those things, we've all sort of learned to keep away from each other more. I don't know if this happens to you, maybe it's just me, but when I walk in the neighborhood, it's now normal for people to cross to the other side instead of say hello. In the bank, in the store, no one really knows your name or your face too much. You're more of an account, a number perhaps, credit card number. We have lots of numbers. We have driver's license numbers, social security, street address, phone, passwords, accounts. But who actually knows our names? How many people, by the way, do you know on your street very well? How many people are you really close to? Our society has gotten more and more impersonal, more and more lonely, and we do suffer the consequences from this. I preached a few months ago that the one thing that God pronounced not good before our fall was this. It is not good for man to be alone. It's not good for us to be alone. And it seems to me that many of the behavioral problems we have with kids, addictions and adults, even deaths of despair are proof of this. We've tended to see loneliness as an isolation, as sort of an idiosyncratic problem of individuals. But really, it's a spiritual problem for us all. And our church has always known this. And now we get to the good news. Our church has always recognized that loneliness and isolation are a spiritual disease and a communal one. And we've also always seen the founder of our church as holding its cure. Before my mother bore me, you have been my God, reminds the psalmist. Our God knows us by our name, not a number, but by a name. And where man's world, the world that we have made, depersonalizes in numbers and things, 
God repersonalizes. He took dirt, and out of dirt made people. He took a tiny tribe, and out of them made God's chosen people. He took a poor virgin and made her Mary, the mother of God. This is also the work that Jesus did every day of his life and the work he continues with all who are willing today. You can see this in today's gospel reading. The crowd brings Jesus a deaf man, deaf and mute. And think of that, a man who was deaf in his day was not a person, an invalid, totally isolated, couldn't hear, couldn't talk. The first thing that Jesus does, he takes this man away from the crowd and he relates to him as a person. And in private, he puts his fingers in his ears and he holds his tongue and he looks up to heaven and cries, Ephata, which means be opened. And immediately the man's ears were opened and he's able to speak clearly. Christ tells him not to say anything to anyone, but ironically, this man who couldn't speak at all begins to tell everyone. Now, Jesus knew that this deaf man who was so depersonalized, he needed healing from depersonalization as much as he needed healing from being deaf. Starved of personal contact and fellowship, Jesus pulled this man from the faceless crowd and made him his center of attention center of his entire world. And Jesus also does this with all of us if we're willing. He meets those who feel like less than a person and he fills us with divine personality. He meets you and I personally and we in turn come here and we share the overflow of his divine love and personality and that's what gives this church its personality and name, St. Hagopa. And so believing and living this is that great lost, I think, antidote to the spiritual disease of isolation and depersonalization. But there's one more bit of wisdom in today's gospel on how to remedy this isolation which is rampant in our society. Often, sadly, we try to disguise the fact that we're lonely with more busyness and more casual acquaintances instead of intimate connections. And God wishes to be with us and he's calling to us, but we can't hear it because of all the busyness and the noise of our lives. There's a story of a carpenter who lost his precious watch in his workshop and he offered a reward to his employees and they searched for hours through the sawdust on the floor, but they couldn't find it. But then as they broke for lunch, a small boy entered the workshop alone, and to everyone's amazement, he comes out with the watch. And when asked how he found it, the boy simply said, I just sat quietly into the, in the sawdust until I heard the ticking. And so if at times we find we're deaf to the voice of God, we have to turn down the noise of our busy outer worlds as well as our anxious inner worlds to find comfort in God's presence. And because nothing happens by coincidence in the life of faith, I want to end by sharing with you the actual words of a Facebook message that I got last week from someone who is outside of our community. Dear Hovnan, 
you do not know me, but I'm reaching out to you for help. I am 80 years old and I'm alone. I have no family. I'm so lonely. Where do I go? Please help. I offered her my little help, the dignity of a personal response and human touch. And each one of you offers that same human touch to each other here at St. Hogop, and that touch can mean the world in an increasingly impersonal and lonely society. But in order for us to offer that human touch, which means the world to others, we have to daily remember that each of us means the world to God. And we have to be keenly aware that God gives himself away day after day to be with us, to fill our impersonal lives with his divine personality and sharing that love with each other here at St. Hogop, we give him glory and honor and live a life that is intimate and whole now and always and unto the ages of ages. Amen.